from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. I A lot of you heard it for the first time probably on this show zigzag what's he talking about and man have we seen it when you think about philadelphia and it was like game three domination game four nice clean win game five crushed right so home team wins home team wins home team wins 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 five straight in that matchup and it it just seems crazy that Two teams can be professionals. Two teams can be two of the eight best teams left in the NBA playoffs. And one game, Philadelphia is at home. They got the motivation. They win easy. Next game, 35 points. like not even competitive. And I got to tell you, following the NBA all of this time, it's 
I got to say, it, 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 it's counterintuitive. You just keep thinking, oh, it's 0-2. That team doesn't have a chance. And Dallas wins and wins. And then it's easy or seemingly easy. So that has to be the number one takeaway is you can't overreact to any one game and you can't forget that the zigzag. Now, let's define the zigzag. NBA playoffs, when one team wins the next game, that team can be a little lackadaisical. They can be a little, yeah, we got this. Don't worry. Also, those teams that win, they don't change very much. Right? You don't broke. If it's not broke, don't fix it, is the saying. So they usually don't make a lot of adjustments. Now, what is the other team? They say, man, we can't lose two in a row. If we do, we're really in trouble. So the motivation goes up. Coaches working overtime, thinking about adjustments, thinking about maybe we can do this. It's time for a counter move. And it really is something. Now, unfortunately, the zigzag is built into the line. Uh, 20 years ago, you could be playing on the zigzag and get a lot of value. Now, though, you see it where the zigzag is built into the numbers. And we'll see that as we look at the game uh, six in both cases, what the line is in the, the, with the game now at the, uh, the losing team down three to two. All right, so... Let's start. Let's start with the. Um, I think I'm going to start with the Miami here, and the thing that really surprised me about this game was Harden. Now we, you know, there was a sense of oh, Harden's gonna, you know, maybe have another big game. We said there's a hundred million dollars at stake. Not only didn't he have a big game scoring-wise, he had three free throw attempts the entire game. Now, remember, when Harden went over to Philadelphia, the sense was, oh, they're going to be at the foul line all day because Embiid gets a lot of free throws, Harden does. And, well, three free throw attempts. So not going to the, the hoop and really not taking a ton of shots. It was like... The game was getting away from him, and Harden let it get away. It was like, ah, this isn't really my – it's not my business. It's like a fight breaks out, but it's not your friend, so you kind of walk away. It's like Harden really didn't feel like the the, uh, the playoffs were at stake to some degree. You know, obviously, every loss hurts, especially your third one. And also, Harden – it was very lackadaisical. But amazingly, and, and I think this is a real negative, 37 minutes he played. So it's like if you have a game you get beat very easily, you're an older player. The, the turnaround, and obviously Harden shown his age at this point, and this year specifically, 37 minutes in a game you didn't have a chance to win late, I don't get it. And remember, next game, they got to travel back to Philly, both teams, obviously, and the game's Thursday. So it's a travel day with only one day off. And I think Embiid looked tired. Remember, Embiid came back, 
game three, game four, game five, one day off in between each of them. And he only had three free throws and beat. So Harden three and beat three. This t- it was almost like a scheduled loss. They talk about that in uh, the regular season. You hear all the time, oh, don't worry about that. That was a back-to-back in Denver, you know, at altitude, scheduled loss, they call it. Well, this one felt like the team was very, there wasn't much fight. And, and that happens a lot when a team's down 0-2 and they win and they win. You end up getting the double zigzag, right? And Miami needed it. And Philly was like, well, we did our part. Well, we saw it, obviously. Now, Miami, I'm not sure how much we learned from this. Uh, The scoring was spread around. No one, Butler had a good game, but no one dominated points-wise. Wasn't any 30 points or more. And it was uh, of the fourth quarter, they emptied the bench and put up 38 points in the fourth quarter, Miami did. So this is a deep team. Now, is it deep enough in a competitive game? That's the question because they've got injuries. Let's look at the line. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. Let's look at the line for the next game because it tells you a lot. Philadelphia is favored, and it's two and a half. Home court is three in the NBA playoffs, and Miami was a three-point favorite in game five, this game we're recapping. So it was a situation where the market considered these to be even teams. Home court's three, Miami was three. Now the game before, game four, the game before, it was a a two-and-a-half-point line Philadelphia favorite. So they were saying, ah, Miami's just a little bit better, right? Because it should be three, it's two and a half. But then after Philly dominated game four, it dropped to three in Miami. So it's like, these are even teams now, even teams. Now, back to Philly, it's two and a half. So now it's Miami's a little better. That's the margins we're talking about in these playoffs, right? Entering game four, Philly's a half point behind. Game five, they're even. Now Philly's back to a half point behind. But since they're home, they're still favored. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. 
Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick promos. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, RJ, the Phoenix Suns hold the Mavericks to just 34 second-half points, dominating Game 5, winning by 30, easily covering the 6.5 points, 110-80 to in Phoenix. And I think your point about there was a point in this game, it did not look good for Phoenix, and it was in the hands of Dallas. The Mavericks absolutely had the Suns on the ropes in the first half of that game last night. They jumped out to a 38-30 lead. So paint that picture. Under seven and a half minutes to go in the half, Dallas leads 38-30. Remember, Dallas, six and a half point underdogs. So when a six and a half point dog is up eight midway through the second quarter, 
they're in full control of that game. They were well, dominating yeah. the game at that point. Yeah, I mean, um, they're, they're certainly exceeding expectations. But I think what's even more interesting is for the entire game, Phoenix being the number one seed, Phoenix being at home, it was saying they were supposed to outscore Dallas by six and a half points, you know, between six and seven. When you're up eight with, you know, halfway through the second quarter, you could make the case, okay, even if Phoenix was able to get that margin in, you know, the last 60% of the game that they were supposed to get for the whole game, so let's say seven points, they still don't come back. So all Phoenix or all Dallas had to do was not lose by more than they were expected to lose for the whole game for the last what what would it be 24 minutes plus 7 so you know 30 th- minutes basically 30 31 minutes of the 48 and you you're leading and you can close out at home but it's obviously not what happened that is not what happened at all Things fell apart for Dallas. They played well. It, it, they didn't play great for the rest of the first half. They they let Dallas get back into it with a minute left to go in the first half. The Mavs trailed by one. But even then, you go into half down by one on the road. Dallas probably had to feel really good about the way that game was played. From that point, one minute to go in the first half. They, it, on an eight-minute stretch to five minutes in the third quarter, the Mavericks scored six points. They went from being down one to down 18. And at that point, the game was over. It was over. Yeah, so what you're saying is if you go from a minute left in the half and then the first seven minutes of the third quarter, eight combined minutes, was that run? Okay, Six points. Yeah, six total points for Dallas. Now, I think we know some of the reasons what happened, but I want to back up for a minute because let's not forget, a lot of people might be saying eight points in an NBA game in the second quarter, that don't mean nothing. And to some degree, you're right that that's easily, you know, that's that's the kind of lead you can overcome. But think about what the message was, right? The message was we're going to split the first four games. Dallas is on a two-game winning streak. Chris Paul's had two horrible games, and you may or may not know this. He's 37 years old. I've heard recently. Yes. So he's all he's feeling it. I he had a bunch he fouled out. I more you know whatever more fouls and points. He's screaming at people in the stands with his you know with you know obviously I don't know how that whole story went, but there was something with his family. So he was you know some would say overreacted. It was. Like, at that point, you could say, man, were we wrong about Phoenix? And Dallas could think, this is ours. We we can play with these guys. Because it's one thing to be 2-2 and up on the road. It's another thing to have won the last two games and Chris Polo looks so bad. And from there, obviously a big disappointment uh, if you're a Dallas supporter. I think, A.J., I know what happened. I mean, one, in the entire game, Dallas had nine assists. Now, what's an assist? What, why does it matter? It means that the pass is making the shot easier, effectively, right? If it's an assisted bucket, there was a pass that made the shot easier versus isolation or going one-on-one where no one's helping, right? It's you got to, you know, 
compete against whoever's guarding you and potentially others that's going to come double, whatever. Phoenix had 28 assists. Nine versus 28. That's monster. Also, and this is hard to believe, second chance points, right? Dallas for the whole game had two. Two That's second crazy. chance points. So, like, literally, only they're not six g- offensive rebounds the whole game. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. So I'm assuming five of them they didn't convert. So one possession the entire game, they scored after the initial shot. I mean, think about that. So if you're not assisting, you're not rebounding. All you're doing is shooting a bunch of three. It's like a horse game, except it's a game, a basketball, and. To me, Luka's amazing, and maybe that's all they can do with his Dallas team. I don't know. But, man, I don't think you can win an NBA title like that. AJ? No. And you, you've used that word recently, heliocentric, and, and they really are that. Jalen Brunson has been a nice complimentary piece to Luka. The other guys who had stepped up in games three and four where Dallas looked so good, Finney Smith and Dinwiddie, they just didn't show up at all last night. Finney Smith, 2 of 6 from the field. Dinwiddie, 0 for 3. Uh, Reggie Bullock, 0 for 5 from the field. 35 minutes, 0 points. They, no one else besides those two guys, Don, uh, Luka and, and Brunson, played even average basketball. They all fell apart. So I, I don't think Luka can carry this team against the best team in the league that was the best team in the league by far all season long. I just don't think he can do it. And just to be clear, I am not a user of heliocentric, but uh, <laughs> you introduced it to the. But, but, but I, I never Ryan, heard it before. Ryan Wasillo at the Ringer was using it, and apparently it means I'm not. I'm actually not familiar with that word. Is apparently it means to you know uh, singular emphasis on one player or like really just in plain English. There's one. There's one guy who's carrying like way way too much load. Right, heliocentric that, means revolves around the sun. Is is its original use? Well, thank you, Mackenzie. That is uh, so. So in this case, Luke is the sun. Yes, that's that's the metaphor. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. No, I mean, listen, Yale did right by you. I, a lot of helium in the sun. I guess that's where <laughs> helio comes from. Is that right? Here's, huh? Go ahead, AJ. Here's what I what I my final takeaway from this Dallas game is you cannot you're not going to have a better opportunity if you're Dallas than you did in game 5. Now game 6 you they Dallas might win that game but in game 7 when they're back in Phoenix I don't think you're going to have Phoenix on the ropes like that. I don't think you're going to have an eight-point lead you know, deep in the second quarter and, and have Chris Paul be playing poor basketball again and feel like you've got a chance to, to really take this thing. I think that opportunity presented itself. Dallas saw it and said, no thanks. And I, I don't think Phoenix gives them life again in this series. I don't think they said no thanks. I think they looked into the sun and burnt their eyes. And, they could, and, and it was affecting their three-pointers. Now, you ponder that. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Okay, so Mackenzie actually had a pick that was contradicting, but I, I, I like that, my best bet. And I thought, oh, great, I can get some action. I said, you want to fade me? He goes, no, 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 no. I mean. I think it's a mistake. You think it's a mistake not to fade me? I think if he believes that this was his chance, like you, I think you, you, you would have made it proud by all, standing. It's the same thing I tell you all the time. You don't seem too froggy with it. <laughs> so, by right. the way, how are you feeling right now? we got to check in with you is – We've got a bet last longer. Phoenix, I've got – you've got Golden State. Now, right now, 3-1 for Golden State, 3-2 for Phoenix. Uh, now, Phoenix is probably with home court going to be a pretty sig- significant favorite over Golden State. My gut feeling is they're probably 160, 170. Do you like your side right now or not? 
I, I, I like it much more than I did last Friday. No, that, before that's not the we question. The do you like? Do you like I, your side? Yes. Yeah, I still you, like my side. You think you have a better than fifty? You think there's a better than fifty percent chance that Golden State will advance further than Phoenix? I, I do. Whew. All right. But whenever but, I but say, I do think that both both these series are over. So it's it does come down to Warriors Suns. So the number one seed. Now, can we agree that that there's been a real dis- that Clay Thompson looks? Uh, well, why don't we preview this game first? Clay Thompson looks like he should be in like a rec league at this point. I mean, his mobility. And again, I, I feel bad for his injury. He's a by all accounts, he's a great guy. He's not the guy he was, or even close. I mean, do you see that with your eyes? I, I see that he his shot has been pretty poor in this series specifically. And I think he's his defense. I mean, the thing about Clay that was so great, and he was great under uh, underrated was his ability to defend the you know multiple positions. The best uh, you know, oftentimes if it wasn't a center, the best offensive player on the other team, and a dead-eyed shooter, dead-eyed shooter that fits so well with that team. I mean, it's like the like the best three and D guy you could ever have that also was a character guy. Yes. And, and now his defense is maybe slightly below average. It feels it's certainly not elite. I I agree. It's not elite. I wouldn't, I won't say it's below average. I think it's below clay Thompson standards for sure, but I still don't think he's a below average defender. Well, what do you guys think about his prop? It's 21 and a half. It hasn't gone down despite the fact he's gone over under four times in a row. Did you was there interference? Did you hear something, AJ? That was McKenzie asking about Clay Thompson's points prop, RJ. Yeah. So anyway, do you like anything? So what's the updated line in this game? In, in which in which game? I'm well, sorry. Warriors is the four war- points. They're four point favorites. Um, we're straight out of Vegas. I'm RJ Bell. McKenzie, we're good for now, bud. Okay. What is the current line, AJ? The Warriors are four point favorites. <laughs> it's so funny. The guy. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, he keeps things interesting. He really does. Because <laughs> it's like, literally, how many times does he come on mic without, like, being asked a question? Like, once a month, right? It and is pretty rare. It, but it, when you, you typically, when you ask odds, you're asking him odds. No, but, I know, but I'm talking before that, when he was talking yeah. about when he interjected with the over under. The Clay Thompson. Yeah. yeah. He does that like once a month, and he's totally in the doghouse right now, and he chose that to be the time to do it. <laughs> I think he might be challenging me to see if I'm, a, if I'm truly an authority figure. What do you think? I can't imagine he would do that. I think McKenzie knows better than that. I don't know. All right, so what's your best bet? My best bet is Andrew Wiggins over six and a half rebounds tonight, plus 100 on that prop. Since Golden State's gone to the death lineup, Wiggins has stepped up his role as a rebounder. Uh, obviously, when you when you go with that small lineup, his size, he's the second biggest guy on the floor for them. He's averaging seven and a half per game in the series, three and a half offensive rebounds per game, and that's being drugged down by the game that they won by 30 when he was on the floor for less than 30 minutes. He only had three rebounds in that game. They're taking advantage of his athleticism edge when the Grizzlies try to match up with this lineup, which I think is even more difficult for the Grizzlies to do with Morant out. So I like Andrew Wiggins over six and a half rebounds plus 100 is the, the, the payout. All right. Interesting. We got to do uh, I got to do these quick now. So earlier 
I gave you a best bet on Philadelphia minus two and a half in game six. Yesterday, I gave you when it was plus five and a half. Now it's down to five. Milwaukee against Boston. Now, so that's two best bets. Here comes, and I still like it at five, but, you know, should have bet it at five and a half. Now, here comes the third one. And I'm not sure, but is it Connington? Is that how you say the name, AJ? Or we'll let Mackenzie jump in. Pat Connington. Pete Connington. Yeah, there you Pat go. Pat Connington. Pat Connington. And we're, we're going over, over nine and a half points. And I got to be honest with you. This is, he's with Milwaukee. This is a Bill Simmons special. And I listened to him closely with the Celtics. He made a great point. He said Connington is from the Boston area. And when he plays in Boston, he just plays well. And we went back in, in game uh, in game three or one and two of this series. He averaged like ten and a half points. He uh, he's shooting like seventy percent. And I think Giannis is tired, so the supporting cast is going to be shooting more. Over nine and a half points, Connington, third best bat tonight's game for Milwaukee. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment. Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 